0: comes not except to steal kill and destroy I have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundance life in Christ through the ministry of pastor Oseyao Afuaqua. pastor Afuaqua is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in Kumasi Ghana God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better live life better and impacts their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen.
1: Putting on the right course of addiction in Jesus' matchless name. Let your amen be loudest. Let your amen be loudest. Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. New King James. Seek first. Somebody say seek first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. I see all these things added unto you. Whatever forms part of your all these things. I see them released unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you receive grace in this fast. To pursue his interest first. May every good thing. Desirable. Every good thing. On your prayer expectation be released unto you. Give me a believing amen. amen. So yesterday I started. Walking you through. What addiction is. What kingdom addiction means. And these are introductory thoughts I'm sharing with you. And tonight we want to look at another one. Kingdom addiction is living a life totally. What is kingdom addiction? Today we are focusing on living a life totally devoted to the accomplishment of God's will on the earth as a kingdom addict. A kingdom addict lives his life totally devoted. To accomplishing the will of God on the earth. That's how a kingdom of it live. And this year, may you be devoted to his will. Amen. I said, may you be devoted to his will. Amen. Totally devoted. He pursues God's will on the earth with undivided attention. Goes all after it with unflinching loyalty and unquenchable zeal. All out. To see the will of God and the counsel of God established on the earth. That is a kingdom of it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, 10. He says, when after this manner, therefore, in the New King James says, In this manner, therefore, pray our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Look at this, verse 10. He said, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Somebody say, Your will. Your will. You must understand that. The kingdom of God comes when the will of God is done. Are you following what I'm teaching? The kingdom of God is synonymous to the will of God. Anywhere the will of God goes, that is where the kingdom of God is. Anywhere the will of God is executed, the kingdom of God is there. And this year, may you pursue His will. I said, this year, may you pursue His will. Anywhere the will of God is done, the kingdom of God is there anywhere the will of God is done. Because see, when we talk about the kingdom, the kingdom simply means a king in his domain. A king in his domain. And within the king's domain is what the king wants that must be done. What the king wants is what must be pursued. I remember when the late mother of uh, Saint-Henry passed. That was, when they were doing their rituals, There was a time everybody had to be in bed. Whether you liked it or not, you had to be in bed. Because that was the will of Menjia at the time. Menjah says, Go to bed, and you have to go to bed. No matter who you are in the city, go to bed. Because, and I I tell you, when he said that, he could not say that in Accra. Because Accra is not his domain. Accra is not his domain. He couldn't enforce the same thing in Sunyani. But if you are in Kumasi, try it. (laughs) Try it. (laughs) Abodan Fokra died. where the the will of God is done the kingdom of God is there so when the Bible said the kingdom of God is within you it means within you everything about you is in pursuit of the will of God that's the kingdom of God when Jesus came, now don't forget Jesus is our doorway into the kingdom you know that The Bible said, except a man, John chapter 3, verse 5. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Born of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This was a conversation between Jesus and uh, Nicodemus. And when he finished later on, in John chapter 3, the same chapter, verse 16, he showed him how to be born so he, he can enter into the kingdom. Say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Then he says, whosoever believed in him, verse 17, for God sent his son not to condemn the world, but through him the world through him might be saved. Verse 18, he says, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not on him is condemned already, because he does not believe in the name of the only begotten son of the father. It's very important. That's what he showed him. He showed him, if you must come into the kingdom, I'm the doorway into the kingdom. And what about the doorway did in pursuit of the kingdom of God is the same thing. Because he's the one who opens the door for you to enter the kingdom. So he knows how the kingdom operates. And when he came on earth, he came basically to show us how to pursue the agenda of the king. John chapter 6 verse 38. He said, I came down John 68. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will. Can you see that? I came down from heaven not to do my own what? But the will of him that, but the will of him that, but the will of him that may we pursue his will with all zeal. Most of the time we have a lot of energy for every other thing except his will. But in this year of kingdom addiction, may your greatest energy be driven towards his will. He came down. I came down not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Do you know that there was not a single prayer Jesus prayed that went on and said? That's where, that's where I will conclude. There was no need in his life that was not met. He was not apologetic at all. You see, when people make you look like Jesus was poor, Jesus was poor, Jesus was poor, <laughs> I don't see that at all. A man who had everything he needed when he needed it. Who is a poor man? A poor man is somebody who cannot meet his needs and be a blessing to other people. But this man had everything he needed when he needed it. At the time, if he needed the donkey, by the time he needs it, it's available. If he needs money to pay taxes, by the time he needs it, some fish must vomit gold. It's available. At the time he needed it, it's available. Why? Seek first the kingdom. All these things shall be added unto you. Go through all the prayer points. He never once had the material need to pray for. All these things are added when we go all out for his will. Because we are not sold out to his will, we pray a lot and little hands But when the will become our capital project, Every one of the desires shall be granted. And this year, I see your desires speedily executed. Amen. John chapter 4 verse 34. John chapter 4 verse 34. He said, uh, my meat. Somebody say my meat. <laughs> Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him. <laughs> their will. Somebody say the will. will. Now, some modern translation said my food. I think the living translation, my food is to do the will of him that sent me. New living translation please. My nourishment. Try this in for me. Uh, The message. My nourishment comes from, Jesus said unto them, is to obey my food. Good, I like that. My food. Somebody say my my food. My food is to obey him the will of the one who sent me my food. That means my source of existence. Amen. My food is to do his will. That's all. That's all. When that is a kingdom of it. That's a kingdom of it. He has turned his very existence to the will of God. My food. Because uh, without food, after some time you will die. But he said, the thing that gives, keeps me alive is doing the will. Receive grace to pursue his will. Amen. I said, receive grace to pursue his will. He said, not only, in the book of John chapter 15 verse 6, he said, you have not, 15 verse 16, you have not chosen me. Somebody say, have not, you have not chosen me. Not chosen me. Uh-huh. 15 verse 16, King James. ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained thee, that you should go forth and bring forth fruit, that thy fruit should abide. Then he says, That whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, it shall be given. We'll come back to this place. But let's look at Apostle Paul. I just want you to take note of you have not chosen me. Somebody say, I'm chosen. chosen. Say, I am chosen. chosen. And it's very important that you walk in that consciousness all the time. That you are chosen. He said, you are a royal priesthood a holy nation. A peculiar people. You are a chosen generation. You are a choice generation, a precious generation, chosen, chosen to do what, chosen to pursue his will. Acts chapter 22 verse 6. Now let's start from the New King James Version, but let's start from verse 1, verse 1, and then we'll come to verse 6. Brethren and fathers, hear my defense before you now. This is Apostle Paul. He was arrested, he had been brought before, I think, uh, Felix or one of those uh, guys. And he's about to defend himself and he's speaking. And he says, when, go to verse 2 please. He says, when they heard that he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, they kept all the more silent. Then he said, verse number I am indeed a Jew, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, taught according to the strictness straight, of our father's law, and was zealous toward God as you all are today. Verse 4. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering into prison both men and women. Verse 5. As also the high priest bears me witness. And all the council of the elders, from whom I also received letters to the brethren, and went to Damascus to bring in chains even those who were there to Jerusalem to be punished. Now let's look at verse 6. Now it happened as I journeyed. So he's just giving an account of how you got born again. And follow the reading closely because in it, there's something that is very important and consistent with everything we are supposed to follow. Now it happened, as I journeyed and came near Damascus at about noon, suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me. And I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Eight. So I answered, who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. And those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him who spoke to me. Verse 10. So I said, what shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, arise and go to Damascus, and there you will be told all things which are appointed for you to do. You love it. Since I could not see for the glory of the light, being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. Then a certain Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good testimony with all Jews who dwelt there. Verse 13. Came to me and he stood and said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at the same hour, I looked up at him. Look at verse 14. Then he said, The God of our fathers. Somebody say, The God of our fathers. fathers. Now, the God of our fathers. Let's read it together. One go. The God of our fathers. Verse 15. For you will be his witness. Amen. Somebody say, chosen to know. Chosen to know. Uh, chosen to know. That's why we are here. We have been chosen to know his will and to see to it. Because our business is to be his witness, we must be committed to the execution of his will. Chosen to know the will. Chosen to know the will. Why was Paul saved? Because of the will of God. You are saved because of the will of God. And until we commit ourselves to executing that will, our struggles will continue. You see, kingdom addition means living a life with kingdom priority in mind. Living a life with kingdom priority. Controlled and ruled by kingdom priority. We've been chosen to know. The principal will of God, let me show you. The principal will of God we've all been chosen to carry out is the salvation of mankind. Only one person said amen. Amen. Yeah, but I know that if I said the principal will of God is for you to get a miracle job, the jobless ones will say amen. Amen. You see, that is how you know the kingdom, the addiction. That's what makes the difference. That's that's a principal will. And when we devote ourselves toward its pursuit, every other thing becomes bonus. Every other thing becomes what? Every other thing, you see. I want you to be an authentic kingdom person this year. When you become, you will begin to enjoy your life in a unique way. When you become an authentic one, where God knows, Satan knows, your friends knows, and everybody knows that you are a kingdom addict. That's when all these things begin to add, become added onto you. That's the principle. All other things. I wrote here and said, every other thing is a means to this end. Every other thing you do is a means to this end. The principal will. When Jesus was speaking and said, my meat is to do the will of God, he was not talking about getting a car. Let's go to the same place. When he said, my food is to do the will of God, John chapter four, verse 34. Let's see it. The good news version like we're reading. My food, yeah, my food is to do the will of God. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Now let's continue. Verse 35. Let's see which will he was talking about. Do not say there are yet still four months and then comes the harvest. Behold, I said to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. Verse 36, he said, And he who reaps receives wages. This year may God give you wages. He who reaps, you are looking for the wages. Seeking for it, God says, Reap it and I'll give it to you. May you receive unusual wages this year. Reap it. There are so many ripe harvests around you at your place of work. People need the Lord. I think it was uh, uh, this man. I pledge allegiance. Reboot who said, People need the law. Everywhere you turn around, you, you see that people need the Lord. But when you are not kingdom driven, you will see it and not be moved. You see it and not be concerned. It's as if everybody is saved around you. But the reality is that everybody around us is not saved. Many people are not saved. There are many people who are not sure where they are spending eternity. Should Christ come today, many don't know where they are ending. And many of such people are on your phone contacts. Many of such people, they are on your phone contacts. Some of them are around you. Some of them you do business with. Some of them sit in the same classroom with you. Some of them come to your hospitals, your law firms, every day. And we just watch them pass. And yet, we have a long list of things we are seeking God to do. It doesn't work that way. His will must be our will. His desire must be our desire. That's the only way by which additions will be our portion. And I see you experience divine additions. I said I see you experience supernatural additions. I said here, our commitment and total devotion to the accomplishment of his will. Our commitment and total devotion to the accomplishment of the principal will of our king, which is so winning, is critical to receiving all our breakthrough package of all these things shall be added unto you. Praise God. Our commitment and devotion to it. Your personal commitment and devotion to it. Not it, so that I, I see that you want to do something with it. Yeah, because that's where it is. Th- th- there is nothing you need this year that will not be delivered to you if you make your heart right. Amen. I was telling our workers uh, on Sunday, there is nothing, nothing, I don't know what it is, but there is nothing that you desire from God that my God will not deliver it to you if you bring your heart right. That's all is needed. But no matter what it is you need, as long as your heart is not right, it's not a curse, it will never see manifestation in your life. In this year. In this year. Except I'm not called of God. In this house, if you are committed and you will be you will see what I'm seeing, go after what we are going after. You will be shocked at the amazing things God will bring you to your life. That's all. All these things, all these things shall be added, including answers to prayer. Answers to prayer is part of the, all these things shall be added. All these things shall be added. All these things shall be added. May every one of those prayer items be added. Yes. When we commit ourselves to getting so saved, getting source established, then we find ourselves on a frequency where God can easily reach us. All these things. Look at Jesus talking about ancestral prayer. John chapter 11, verse 42. He says, And I know you hear me always. From this year, may you know God hears you always. Yes. You can come to a place where you see that God hears you always. Yes. Yeah. God hears you always. He hears you always. He will give you out because, I mean, when you have sent somebody who is of value to you, the moment you see his call, even if you in an important meeting, you pause and call. call you know, you've know, so, you sent somebody who is executing an important assignment for you. The moment you see it, wherever you see him, it, you'll be running after him. Where the moment you say, Excuse me, I need to pick this call now. That is how God will deal with some of you. I said, That's how God will deal with you, some of you. That's all. Because he's so valuable. His needs. He said, I know you hear me always. Always. And his assignment, he said, Because I came not to do my own will. Every project he embarked on was for the kingdom. Everything that like he was so consumed with the kingdom, so and that is God's heartbeat. So when the call comes, he said, "This one is the reason why I sent him." Let me answer him quickly. Every other person can wait. This year, at that prayer point, will be waiting for you. Amen. God will bypass everyone to answer you. Amen. God will give you preferential treatment. Give me a believing amen. Give me a believing amen. In John chapter 9, verse 31, Jesus healed a man, a man who was blind. <laughs> and they were making all sorts of accusations. So the man spoke and said, I don't know whether he's correct or not. Some said, ah, you allow Jesus to heal you. Jesus is not correct. Why did you allow him to heal you? That's what the Pharisees were saying. He said, I don't care whether he's correct or not. You people say you are correct, but I've been sick for all these years. You couldn't heal me. So I don't care whether he's correct or not. Yeah, I was blind. Now I see. Go to hell. Praise God. And they were saying, in fact, they were saying, let's start from verse 30. As I start close quickly. Verse 30. 30, 31. The man answered them said, and said to them, Why? This is a marvelous thing that you do not know where he's from. Yet he has opened my eyes. Now let's start from verse, I think, 28, thereabouts. That may put the contest right. 28. Then they reviled him and said, You are. His disciple, but we are Moses' disciple, you know, Pharisees. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. That's what he said. This is the man who has he the man. He said, We don't know where he's from. So if you claim he's he, you that's your business. Then he says, Oh, it's marvelous. You don't know where he's from, but he's opened my eyes. Now go to verse 31. And he made a very important point because he said, Now we know that God does not hear sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears. Amen. This is the will. Did you see that? Amen. All that prayer expectation, you can pray 21 days, 41 days. If you are not a doer of his will, it's a waste. If you are not a doer, if you are not committed to carrying out his principal will, it's a waste. It's a waste. On a deliberate scale, consciously doing so not uh, because it's a church program. You are committed to that task. on your personal life, in your relationship, in everything. is deliberately factored into it. It's a waste. Anyone, no he, here he just gives us keys to answers to prayer. He said, for God to hear you, you must not be a sinner. For God to hear you, you must be committed to his worship, his interest. And then you must be committed to doing his will. Jesus said, I came not to do my own will, but the will of the Father that sent me. And then he said, I know you hear me always. This year, 2020, God will hear you always. I said, this year, God will hear you always. This year, my God will hear you always. You are making this prayer unto God. Say it after me. Father, Father, baptize me with grace grace. and, and wisdom. To carry out your principal will this year, this year. By, winning by winning a minimum of one soul into your kingdom in Jesus precious name open your mouth and begin to personally pray open your mouth and pray
0: Fuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory access and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Fuakwa, please call 540 122 or 0204-225-790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Fuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com Chapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services 6:30 a.m. First service, 8 45 a.m. Second Service, and on Wednesdays for our world encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaamae Jakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasi Roundabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you. <laughs>